Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of It's Personal. The last book I wrote was heavy. All right. Hey, Gary. This is Evie. Uh, my name is Randy Rebine. Uh, but my name is Jared Krasoska. And I don't think I'm a person that curses a lot. Heart just goes out to educators. I'm uh, excited. Awesome. Hi. Awesome. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of His Personal. Um, today, I have a guest that I use all the time in my classroom, and it's just a pleasure and an honor to have her with us today. Um, can you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Vanessa Brantley Newton, and I am an illustrator and author of children's books. Vanessa is so awesome. And I, I want to share first because I usually actually start a lot of my um, school years with a lot of your books, specifically um, Just Like Me. And I also love to use The Youngest Marcher. Just, I think the books in themselves speak, they speak for themselves, but just the way that you are able to um, bring the voices to life on a page um, or it's just like phenomenal. Um, and as a teacher and an educator, I wanna thank you so much for the work that you do because it's very, very valuable um, to me and my students. So thank you. You're so welcome. So grateful to have the opportunity to do it. So um, yeah. I hear from and my teachers. I have a special heart for my teachers. <laughs> I love my teachers. And starting with that, Vanessa, can you share with us maybe a little bit of like how you got into um, art and just like being creative? And if that was something that kind of runs in your family or did it kind of come from somewhere else? You know, that's such an interesting question because I get get asked all the time. Um, how did you get into art? Um, it was my first language. Um, um, I'll say it like that. My mom and dad were both uh, musicians and singers. And so uh, me and my sister started singing at two and three years old. I mean, literally singing in harmony. And um, uh, my mom would play the piano, my father would play guitar and then it moved to them changing. And my mother played drums and my father ended up playing the guitar. And all this time, I didn't want to sing. I just wanted to draw. That's what I wanted to do, I wanted to draw. I drew in everything I could possibly find to draw in. If it was a book with an empty page on the end of it, I was gonna draw on it. I would draw in my closet. I drew on the side of the kitchen stove. And my mom and dad cooked one day and it all melted down in a puddle on the floor. And I jumped back and I said, I'm an artist. And they were like, no, you're not. You're a janitor, you're gonna clean all this up. <laughs> and so I was a janitor, that was my first job, I was a janitor. Uh, but I always found places to put that artwork. It was, I, I didn't talk till I was five because I'm a stutterer. Mm -hmm. and um, them trying to deal with the fact that this is the way this kid communicates is mm -hmm. I would draw when I was happy I draw when I was sad I draw when I was confused I drew when I was scared I drew that's that's the way I talked so, mm -hmm. I love that I love I that yeah and I think it's so it's so interesting because like as a I love to, I love art and I love drawing as well. Um, but as a teacher, I often see kids exploring the idea of art. Um, what advice would you have for parents that see kids who, um, for one, love art and um, say they don't enjoy art specifically because they say, I can't draw. Um, they're starting because they're starting at the basics. Like I see a lot of students in my class and I'm encouraging them to draw more, but 
they feel like they can only make stick people or very basic images. Um, so again, sorry, what advice can you give to parents who have children who love to draw um, and may and children who may feel like they can't draw? We're, you know, unfortunately, very taught to be at the beginning so critical of ourselves. I think as adults, we tend to uh, cause children not to daydream, you know, mm -hmm. because we get to, get to that age 10, snap out of it, stop daydreaming. <laughs> and daydreaming is so essential. Uh, uh, even now, you know, that's why we sit and we meditate now, because as adults, we're trying to get back to that 10 year old, mm -hmm. that five mm -hmm. year old meditating. And I, I, I'm going to say this. Uh, I believe that everybody is an artist. That's just me. If you can write your name, <laughs> you can write your name, you can make a triangle, a square, a circle, you can draw. And so I don't believe in telling children, oh, you're not an artist, so don't do it. I know, you know, just kind of going back a little bit, when I came home and told my mom and dad that I wanted to be an artist, they flipped out. They literally lost it. Um, uh, you can be a doctor, you can be a nurse. My mom was a nurse and a midwife. Uh, you can be a forklift driver. That's what my father was. He was a forklift driver. Um, and he also worked in a kosher um, uh, meat slaughterhouse in Newark. And so those are the things they saw in their own minds yes. of what I could be. And I'm, I really want to say this to the parents listening. Stop putting your fears of failure onto your children. Just because it didn't jump off and happen for you, and it still can happen for you. Just because it didn't jump off and happen for you when you wanted it to, doesn't mean it will not happen for your child. Mm -hmm. We tell black children specifically, oh no, sweetie, you can, you can be Beyonce. You can mm -hmm. be this and that, but you can't be an artist because we've never seen an artist succeed. Mm -hmm. So how can a child be what it's never seen before? And that was my mom and dad's fear. It was, wow. how can she be an artist? She talks about she wants to be, we don't know any artists. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's 